Hey there! Are you tired of waiting for the next episode of It's Probably Not Aliens? Well, we've got some good news for you. On Nebula, our streaming service, you can get access to all our episodes a week early. That's right, you'll never have to wait again to hear Scott and I debunk the latest ancient astronaut theory or get a movie fact wrong. But that's not all. Nebula is home to dozens of content creators we know you like, so you can find all your favorites in one place. Plus, we post content on there that you won't find anywhere else. And the best part? By signing up for Nebula at nebula.tv slash probablynotaliens, you're directly supporting the show and both of us. So don't wait any longer. Join Nebula today and listen to the next episode right after this one. weird episodes <laughs> lately yeah we're doing a lot of naval gazing in the last few weeks mostly because both of us are kind of at capacity but also because just a bunch of stuff lined up in a lot of weird ways because we hit we're the hitting sec- a lot of milestones yeah. all at once second anniversary yeah. of the show hundredth episode uh what else did we it have kind of, halloween it tied in with like a quarter of something so like the quarter of the year almost so we had to do a corrections episode yeah, so the it's sort of like uh, the movie Pitch Black, where like all of the planets aligned in a way so that like there was a uh, content yep. eclipse for a little bit. I have, you know, I have to ask this because I have to ask it every time. How confident are you in the movie fact that you just said? Pretty decent. I, I've seen Pitch Black many times. Okay. Uh, it's like one of Fair my favorite enough. movies. Wait, this is a hundred episode. Yeah. hundred episodes. It's true. I, we, we did we, it. We, 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 we've sat here and done this a hundred times. Well, probably like 90 something times. Cause there's all those. So the ones that you did with, uh, with Phil and, and your buddies. Yeah. There's somewhere I wasn't there. There's somewhere you weren't there, but we did it. And we never once missed a week of uploads. <laughs> don't look at the calendar. Yeah. There's a hundred the calendar. That's why there's a hundred weeks in two years. Yep. That's right. That actually is decent. Cause that means we only dropped like four episodes really, but that can't be right. That can't be right. We he dropped a lot i feel by we i mean me as the as the person who usually edits these so we thought we would do something fun today and i pr- well i promise we'll be going back to regular episodes next week regular normal episodes soon but we're 100 episodes in and there's a good chance that some people are new to this podcast and they want to know what are the best what are the best episodes what's the what's the it's probably not aliens reading order yeah what's the <laughs> what's the reading order what episodes do i have to listen to to get all the inside jokes that should have been like an actual, I don't, I wouldn't, I, like, I, what's hey, it called? I don't have hey, the power to do something like that, hey, but to like, don't. when was the first movie fact? When was, when was Let, the John Carpenter Tristan, incident? Tristan, do not worry. That is my list. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is sweet. my list. Okay. So you're fine. You're fine. I have the capacity to do it because <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> nice. Okay. Because I have some sort of weird vendetta against podcasts with inside jokes and then now we have so many that i'm like all right if you want to know what what we're talking about these are the inside jokes that we have 
created. Yeah. So I'm anticipating a bit of a shorter episode because the idea is that we've done a hundred episodes and we're kind of going to give you a refresher on a couple things. Like one, we're going to go over the the 10 top ones because a uh, hundred episodes is also guaranteed that like not many people have listened to every single one of them, nor should you be expected to. Yeah, so, I haven't. Uh, through... <laughs> Through like my uh, like my favorite ten episodes and Scott's favorite ten episodes and the data is showing your favorite ten episodes. Hopefully, you can mm-hmm. get like a a creme de la creme of the uh, of the best that this show has had to offer, and you know, be part of the whole. Hey, hundred episodes, we're syndicated now. Like we have a body of shows yes. that we can kind of throw in. Which means at any point in the future where we might miss a week, Tristan and I have been planning this for a while. There are a lot of podcasts that do like reruns and we didn't want to do that till we got to 100 episodes because that's like the traditional like in tv land you get 100 episodes you're syndicated you can do reruns that's what we that's what we were working towards that's not to say that we're going to do reruns starting now but like at any point in the future if one of us is or if we're like sick or what have you instead of scrambling to like figure something out we'll, we'll probably just have a nice little rerun episode just to f- make sure that your feed always has some content in it but one of the things that also it could mean is that if say we do uh, we did an episode on something that happens to be really relevant right now we can just be like we can we can sort of emergency podcast in a little bit and just record like a little preamble and then be like here's an episode that we did on that subject I'm kind of literally stealing this from the moth where the moth will just like a news event will happen and they'll be like look here's a collection of stories that we found that were relevant to this topic absolutely this is also a thing that podcasts do to release like two episodes a week or something like that but that that's different that's a that's a future conversation what if we did one year where we didn't miss a week let's try that first first, yeah (laughs) that's on me but yeah like if some if there's some news randomly that's about like oh there's there's new evidence to suggest that the piri reese map was real and it's like well we'll talk we'll talk about that for 10 minutes and then we'll play you the episode that we did on the piri reese map all the way back in 2021 in case you guys want to know more history about that is that sort of what you're saying yeah yeah exactly yeah easy but what what is this this is a show it's a podcast yeah 100 episodes of this podcast this podcast is called it's probably not aliens you clicked on it you're listening to it we use uh this podcast to uh, debunk ancient astronaut theory or just look into ancient astronaut theory usually really just clown on ancient aliens the tv show a little bit we look into things we learn about the real world history of cool people and places and artifacts and events in history i am scott i'm the host that knows nothing. Well, I, actually, this is a time that I do know things. I do know things. This is our own podcast. I know things. It's a podcast I know about, about our the podcast. own show. Yeah. yeah. My name is Tristan Johnson. I'm typically the writer and researcher of this show. And today we're going to go over a bunch of writing and researching and uh, fun goofs and inside jokes and everything like that. So that if this is the first time you listened, this is a good place to check out some of the hits. So should we start yeah. with Scott's favorites, Tristan's favorites, or fan favorites? Well, th- those are the three categories we're going to do. Fan favorites wasn't really necessarily voted on by anyone except for analytics. So yeah. we're going we're to see what people have listen to the most let's let's do ours and then let's see what the fans 
Let's see what the fans think. Do you okay. Think? Well, yours seems like the most useful, so we can treat it like the. Mine's the, it's probably not aliens reading order, which is in chronological order, but also yes. you said covers a lot of like the. Hey, if you don't understand why the thing is a funny joke to us, then you can listen yeah. to Scott's list, which and we'll be- get to. Yeah. All the meme episodes. So my first episode in chronological order, this one I don't think has a inside joke in it, but I think is one of the very first episodes that we did that I thought was fascinating and really covered a lot, uh, a a big thing in the ancient alien space, which is uh, the episode we did on King Pakal. I love that episode. That's one of the things in our logo and our podcast logo. That's true. Yeah. So this is, if you don't know anything, this is a very famous, what is it? It's not a carving or it's, it's a, like a, it's like the lid of a sarcophagus, uh, for the lid of our the sarcophagus Mayan, for Mayan King. And it's very famous because people say it depicts an astronaut, someone like taking off into space, uh, with like a helmet or like a breathing apparatus. And it is like iconic in the ancient alien space. And I loved learning about the real culture uh, and the history behind this stuff. A lot of my list is like the different types of things that we do. So it's not always just about like learning about, you know, one sort of ancient civilization, but it sort of covers a big breadth of the stuff that we do here on the podcast. And this is definitely one of the first This is like, I think the fifth episode we ever did, but it is like one of my favorites. I thought it was so fascinating. Just learning all about it. Great episode. Awesome. What's your number nine? The next one I have, this is a, uh, an inside joke one, which I think, you know, this is the Sakara bird. Tristan, what's the joke on that one? Oh, good old TFB. Good old TFB. So Sakara bird is this uh, ancient Egyptian toy that was found yep. in a tomb that belonged to a child. But like it was kind of like, I don't know if you you might have seen these if you've ever played with toys. I don't know if they make these anymore, but like there were there used to be like these like styrofoam airplanes that you would play with as a kid. Oh, that yeah. would usually have like a bird printed on the side. So this was basically like that concept, but it was like it was a toy for kids. And the thing is that it was like, an actual bird, though, not a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that covered a couple interesting aspects. But like the thing is that the Sakara bird just keeps showing up over and over again on ancient aliens because they they claim it's like one of their their real bangers. And so every time it just keeps showing up and it's just like a very easy graphic to identify where it like it, like they just keep throwing it in the background and random things. So we called it that fucking bird because it's just such an annoying mm-hmm. claim. And it's just one that just refuses to die despite being so weak. That's it. TFB, that fucking bird. <laughs> And it's turned into many memes. Many, uh, many people have uh, farted or fan arted about it. So um, <laughs> that's yep. And uh, they've it's been really great. great. People love that one. That was uh, episode nine, I believe, of the podcast, uh, The Sakara Bird. Just two episodes later, we had another inside joke because we couldn't stop ourselves. Do you, you want to guess this one? Early episode inside joke. Uh, so this, I'm guessing that this isn't this isn't the potato, um, no. because that was that's the episode where that, that's, that's the infamous one. We'll talk about that. Uh, two episodes. I'm I'm uh, that might be big pyramids. How move big rock? Yeah. Yep. That's it. The pyramids. The very first episode we did on the pyramids. It's literally called the. You know, the episode is called How Move Big Stone. Should we change it to How Move Big Rock? Because it has sort of evolved sure. into How Move How Move Big Rock. That is true. That is more. Yeah. Uh, on yeah. How move big rock it was is also just like it's another great joke because it is it applies to so many things <laughs> yeah. in the ancient in the in the sort of ancient world because everyone will be like do you see this big rock how could a human move big rock 
it is alien that moved big rock. <laughs> that's the that's how it works. Human yeah. can't move big rock. How move big rock? Yeah, the only alternative to how move big rock that didn't involve aliens was um, the one that Graham Hancock made, where he was like, they got so stoned that they were able to move big rock with their mind. <laughs> that's right. See, this is our. We were talking about Mandela effects like a, an episode or so ago, or next. I can't remember what order these are. Last out week. In. Last week. This is this. This is our Mandela effect. This is our Berenstain effect. How Move Big Stone. It's How Move Big Rock, but the actual title of the episode is How Move Big Stone. Rock is inherently a funnier word than stone. It is. I will not explain further. All right. Fair enough. So easy episode. First episode we did on the pyramids. You know we had to visit pyramids in both Egypt and around the world because everyone's obsessed with pyramids. We've done a lot of pyramid episodes since then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great episode. Next one. This is my favorite this is my favorite not my favorite episode it is a great episode actually all of these are good episodes i didn't pick episodes that just have inside jokes but they're all very good episodes as well um this is the dogon people episode oh yeah that's a solid one that was like the first that one i remember i wanted to do uh as early as i could because it was one that talked about like Africans and I was like, Oh yeah, we definitely need African, like African yes. history is one of the most, uh, one of the most abused by ancient aliens people. And so I definitely want to get in on that. Absolutely. Uh, this was really, really interesting. It's yeah. It's another one about, you know, different, a different culture, different part of the world that we don't re- usually talk about on this show. Was this the one where it was a lot of it was sort of like made up by someone who was claiming to have studied the, the Dogon people. This is one influenced. They came in with their own like influence of the stars and sort of were just. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one where there's like a really big underestimating of how connected even like rural nomadic people can be. And if I remember correctly, the the main thrust of it was that like the Dogon, uh, you know, while living in a rather like old sort of style of living, they still Mm -hmm. interacted with people and they met a bunch of French astronomy people who were really enthusiastic about eclipses. They met a bunch of nerds. Yeah. yeah, they met a bunch of nerds who like taught them about stars. And yeah. then, <laughs> that's uh, what and, it was. Yeah. yeah. And because their own uh, cosmology uh, had a lot to do with stars, they sort of incorporated mm-hmm. that information into their concept of the universe. And then when people came back later and they were mentioning stars that only could be seen with a telescope, then they were like, look, aliens. Because like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This is a great one. The episode is called The Dogon People Are Serious Business. Serious spelled like the star mm-hmm. um Sirius is, is a star right it's not yeah. a constellation do you remember the joke from this one my favorite joke Ooh, um no this one i'm this one i'm not i'm not getting this i believe is where i brought to your attention my favorite quote from ancient aliens oh thought words fossils. are thought fossils uh yes words are thought fossils is I believe this is the episode where it comes from. This is something that we bring up a lot. <laughs> just because mm-hmm. I just, it, it's a phrase that goes so hard and it should not have existed on Ancient Aliens because it's very good. Words mm-hmm. are thought fossils. <laughs> yeah, I like that one quite a bit. <laughs> Extremely good. Um, my next one is just, I like this episode simply because it sort of 
is something that we've done a couple times and it's all started here. It's sort of, I'll, I'll lump these two together because it's a two-parter on Eric Von Daniken. Ah, uh, the classic. Yeah, we, we, we couldn't have done this show for very long without covering the Von Daniken and the fact that like the person that almost all of Ancient Aliens' uh, claims are based upon the work of is someone with like a long history of just being a straight up con artist. Yes, this episode I liked a lot because it was a very different episode for us to do you know, normally we're talking about an artifact or a theory. Uh, this episode or this two-parter episode was us just talking about the sort of biography, the his- the personal history of the guy who really popularized a lot of this, uh, Eric Von Daniken with Chariots of the Gods. And I also just really like the way that we've titled the first episode, which is Eric Von Daniken, colon, the girl boss daddy of fake history. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, and, and to keep in mind, like I have uh, wanted to do uh, Giorgio Sukalos episode, but that we guy is, the, here's the problem though. He is, he keeps his life really under wraps. Really quiet. Yeah. He doesn't say anything about himself. Um, I know roughly like that he's Greek and Austrian and that he was born in Switzerland and that he went to university in New York at Ithaca. But like that is, oh, and also that he was a bodybuilding promoter for a bit. Are you just reading off of his Wikipedia page right now? I've been to this page before, but like I've honestly tried to do other research and like he has done like a couple of interviews, but uh-huh. for the most part, he is it's like very, very hard to um, to uh, to nail down. He doesn't have like a long history of grifting like a like a Von Daniken. So, well, here's the here's the good news, Tristan. By the time people are listening to this episode, we I think we will have seen him in person. Is he going to be at the thing? Yeah, yeah, he's going to be at the to? thing. Maybe we line up in the Q and A section and just ask him to detail his life so that we can recount it on our podcast. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. We'll figure it out. Great episode, though, Eric Von Daniken. We've since revisited this sort of idea of doing biographies of uh, terrible people a couple times, and I'm sure we'll talk about uh, some of the other ones we've done. Yeah. But moving on, my the second one, two, three, four. That was five. Oh, no, I've accidentally done 11. That's okay. My The second half of my list. Al the space potato. Ah, yes, that is classic. Only because, like, that is one of my favorites, just because it was a cool subject and was one of the things that I was like convinced by when I was a kid. That um still is like one of the things that I mean, if there is life on Mars, it could be. But obviously, there was like a lot more question marks than I thought. And um, that is also the one where I mentioned the thing and who created it, which became like the first like refusing to die movie mistake I made. So, uh, I think actually technically this. Space Potato came out before Eric Von Daniken episodes. So that's my bad. But yes, the Space Potato episode is called How a Space Potato from Mars May Not Confirm Alien Life. Yeah, this is like the uh, like a, a theoretical was it an was it an ast- asteroid? Yeah, it's or, an asteroid a, from Mars that landed in Antarctica that some people mm-hmm. claim contain fossils of microbacteria of bacteria yes. like bacteria that are so small that they uh like they don't exist on Earth at that size, but that. That might yeah. be, and there's been debate over whether it's just like bubbles or if it is like actually like uh, life. Life, and unfortunately, uh, it looks like a, you know the consensus is steering in the not life direction, but mm-hmm. it's very curious. Like it was still, it's still a very interesting 
thing. And it showed a whole process for like how we go to Antarctica because asteroids are black on a white surface. So it's actually really easy to find them. And because of like ice flows, they like kind of flow down and funnel into this area. So like people use that to collect asteroids. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this this is Al the Space Potato. Anytime you may have caught at the very beginning of this episode where I questioned how confident Tristan was in his movie trivia that he was talking Mm -hmm. about. It all stems from this, where we were talking about the movie The Thing from John Carpenter, and you had said uh, Cronenberg's The Thing. And I didn't, I famously, I sat there and I was like, that sounds right to me. (laughs) I didn't question it. So... I, we, we were both wrong. All right. I know we give people give you a lot of slack, but I was complicit. I sat there and I was like, yeah, I think he's right. He's very confident in what he's saying. That was when I got exposed as being a person who um, hasn't seen many movies and doesn't know a whole lot about movies. Mm-hmm. And then I think that then that is when you started to fill in your goal as the person who has IMDb uh, quickly available. To. Readily available. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, if you've listened to our uh, Christmas special slash Christmas in July special uh, Slay of the Saints. This is ref- a very, this episode is very heavily referenced in it <laughs> because of because of all this stuff that we're saying, yeah. <laughs> because of all the movie trivia and whatnot. But, you know, I, I do also love Al the Space Potato. We don't get a lot of fan art of Al the Space Potato. We got some when this episode came out. But he hasn't really become our uh, uh, our um, mascot as we thought. Mascot as we thought he would. TFB is becoming closer to being our mascot. TFB then. is becoming way closer to our mascot <laughs> yeah. than Al the Space Potato, which sucks because we hate that bird, <laughs> but yeah. we love Al. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, All right. Yeah. Moving on. I'll just do this one's really quick. Uh, I just really like this one. This is a uh, the the two parter that we did about the medieval paintings. I just thought it was a totally different side of history that we have haven't talked about, and um, just talking about how people uh, have misinterpreted the way that artists have rendered things like clouds or rendered things like uh, meanings, uh, symbolic meanings of things to be like, oh, it's actually aliens. And it's like, no, but if you look into the art history, the art culture, everything like that, I just thought that was really fascinating to like look at the artistic side of history as well, uh, as well as, which is something that actually we do a lot, you know, everything from like the Nazca lines was just like very artistic and religious inspired. And this is in a similar vein. The medieval art has religious meanings and connotations and is just very artistic, obviously. So just mm-hmm. a very different sort of episode. And I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I um, the only thing I regret about that episode or those episodes is that it completely blanked on me that I should have arranged to do that episode with my friend, Nicole, who listens to the show. Hi, Nicole, who also recently got married uh, about a week and uh, about two weeks ago. Oh, well, congrats. Uh, as of recording, not of release. Uh, but... Mm-hmm. Like she has, she lives in the same city as me and has a master's degree in art history. And uh, I realized, like, right after we recorded the episode, we went out for beers and I was like, shit, I should have had you on the show. Oh, that's okay. I'm sure there's other art to look at in the future. Mm-hmm. Let me just rattle off a couple more really quickly. Uh, the Secret Space Program is one that I really like that we did. It, another very different episode for us, uh, just because it was more of a like, this is an up and coming sort of conspiracy theory 
that mm-hmm. is uh, sort of pertinent for us to like get in front of. So I thought that was really nice. The t- uh, 2012 episode, I really enjoyed as well. The history of the 10 year anniversary of the world ending. Uh, I liked that. It felt very fun to do uh, to tie it in right around uh, that uh, anniversary. And all right, I accidentally have 11. So I'll just say both of them. I really love these are more recent, but I love both of these. The Hercules episode that we did. Oh, yeah, that was a fun one. Yes. And I I loved that because it was learning about myth and history and alien conspiracy theories and things like that. It was like a a really big combination of, uh, you know, this thing that we've talked about a lot or hinted about a lot in this podcast, which is a lot of people, a lot of theorists claiming that mythology and like gods or demigods are like actually aliens or alien human hybrids. And so getting to tackle that from one of the most popular Hercules slash Heracles myths uh, and go through it uh, with a fantastic guest that we had also. Yeah. Uh, just uh, extremely fun episode <laughs> that also happened very recently. And then I, as sort of a fun one, of the fun last one for me, again, a different episode. I'm tr- Some of these are like scatter shots of like, these are the types of episodes that we have, which is why I like them because this podcast to me keeps feeling fresh as we record them because they have different, you know, we have different topics. We do different things. This is the episode that I did with Kevin and Phil talking about the first three chapters of Chariots of the Gods. We did a little book club. So much fun fun uh the only thing that would have made it better is if tristan was there yeah you guys made that one while i was at vidcon so that that was that was nice but extremely extremely fun (laughs) all right that is my list of top accidentally top 11 episodes i do yeah honestly i have kind of a top 11 too so Mm. okay cool we'll go through it um one is sort of like a well we'll, i'll I'll explain it when we get to it you're gonna start to notice a theme in mine some of them are similar to the ones that you did but i and also are ones that like i uh have like a particular personal attachment to for various reasons so let's let's just dive into it and and yours are not in chronological yours are in order of what you think top 10 are the best yeah all right so with it. number 10 uh is area 51 uh that was yes. just one of the sort of keystones of the ufo movement that mm-hmm. even i like when going into the episode wasn't like 100 percent like oh i did not know that we knew so much about like i didn't realize how not mysterious area 51 actually was at this point and that there's actually like a really interesting like it's got a really interesting state in like the history of the cold war and i just really liked like hitting like one of like the the biggest parts of ufo is is area 51 and i love to get in on that and i thought we had a lot of fun with that episode see this is this is gonna be the theme i bet as you read off yours i'm gonna be like that was one that was close that was on my list yeah yeah, i love that episode great one number nine probably will be a bit of a surprise but uh it was the episode we did on the grim reaper which with uh with Mildred Matt Thought Slime because yeah. we had a lot of fun doing that episode because Matt has uh, a very uh, amazing energy to bring to the show. A hundred percent. And on top <laughs> of that, them. I loved that the first opportunity we had to do a Halloween special, we instead did a Dia de los Muertos episode. And I thought that yeah. was very fun because uh, I really, really love Mexican culture and I got to bring up a part of Mexican culture that isn't just like the typical like stuff. And it's like part of like the living, yeah. breathing, modern Mexican culture that I got to touch, which I thought was fun. Also, just the caliber of guests that we've been able to have on this 
show has yeah. been fantastic. Speaking of which, number eight, one of my favorite episodes that probably this is like this is like one of those like one Tristan really liked uh, and had a lot of fun making, but probably is one that went a little bit under the radar. And I think it's a bit of a crime, which is the one about ancient Egyptians potentially visiting Australia, where we had Dale Kingsmill on and uh, yes. was just like the best vibe I think I've seen in the recording space ever. Oh my god, so fun! Uh, the energy of that episode was just it started at a 10 <laughs> yeah. it started cranked up at a 10 and it just continued through the whole thing is very fun you know how sometimes people who have social anxiety like myself will like randomly think of an embarrassing thing that they did like 50 years ago and be like oh god that person who doesn't even remember my name anymore probably hates me is it yeah it's bruv i still think of bruv and how <laughs> so when you say bruv <laughs> yeah. to an australian person yeah, yeah that was like, that was rough this is my australian impression uh, yeah bro yeah, i did like a freaking working class <laughs> english thing yeah yeah uh if there's one thing australians on the internet love is being mistaken for british people um mm-hmm. then number seven is a, is a crossover of our lists which is the one that we did with avon mcmaster the episode on with hercules uh, hercules yep that's yep because i think that was not only a, like a really fun episode went to a bunch of places avon was a really really fun guest but also um that was like the closest i feel like our episode had to like having a story where we actually got yeah. to talk about like the legend of hercules and again it was one of those things that i really like about this show that i think i don't have any data to confirm this because no one's commented on it but it's one of my favorite things the show does which is there's certain aspect there's certain things we cover where like this just exists in like the cultural zeitgeist and yet no one would ever think to like look into like what is it actually like everybody knows hercules did everyone know about all of the legends and stuff like that i didn't and so i thought that was really interesting to like get the the to to get like to look into the thing that like you just kind of picked up through osmosis in like real ways and actually finding out that the the, the disney movie was way more on track than i thought it was yeah and and having someone like even there to to sort of uh, like add some additional context and in, in, in history and insight, um, tying it all the way back in at the end. This is I didn't mention this when I mentioned the Hercules episode, but I also really liked it because at the very end, my thing on this podcast is to like make obscure comic book references and Scooby Doo references sometimes. And at the very end of that episode, Avid was like, "And this ties in with superheroes." And I was like, "Go on, go on." Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah. That 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 that's um. If you want like an episode of like this show at its when it does like all when it ticks all of the boxes of what makes this show great all together, that was one of that's definitely high up Hercules. there. Hercules, yeah, all it's, of it's these on both are, of our lists. But that yeah. is uh, that is an example of one that like if if you were to show somebody uh, this that, that is the first episode that would be high on my list of shows to watch to introduce somebody. Uh, the next is um, the disturbing history of alien probing. Uh, because that was mm. another one where we uh, did something different with the show that I really liked, which is that we did some more like uh, heavy stuff, but also we talked about like the psychological things that cause people to talk about like uh, UFO abductions. And it just yes. went in a direction that like, like kind of like with the, and this didn't make it into the episode. This was like the one that kind of just got cut off the list, which was the cattle mutilation episode, which just felt like I was also thinking of that. Yeah, it was, it was one that like, hits a a a a really big part of ufology but also talks about it and goes into interesting details about stuff that isn't just straight up history but like it was a really good follow-up to your episode on barney and betty hill that and and, Mm -hmm. i just like i really liked what we did with that episode it's not a typical episode of the show but it is a interesting episode of the show and i'm also very proud that we then pivoted into a whole discussion about how important colorectal health is so 
that I yeah, also enjoyed. Yeah, 100%. It. Yeah, that was another that was another very sort of different episode. Gosh, I like this podcast that we do. Yeah. We get to like talk we get to talk about everything from like science to history to cultural uh, events, you know, everything from like the Barney and Betty Hill to the probing, like those two episodes sort of go together for me because they sort of tackle a lot of, you know, one of them is like sort of a a more, you know, a a broader look at alien probing. And then the Betty and Barney Hill is a very specific event, but they they tie together and they talk about things like, you know, like uh, uh, reproductive rights and trauma from like, you know, war and other events like that. And, and, and the way that it sort of uh, ties in with, it, you know, the way that people have like used some of these like experiences and like crafted, uh, help craft this alien sort of trope, I guess, of, of probing. Uh, it's just really, really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that so that's what gets on the list. Like I said, it's not your typical episode, but it does some really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have is also one that I kind of like was like a personal bugbear of mine that I was very happy to cover, and also was one of those things that hits on the the sort of white supremacist undertones that show up on this show, but in a way that wasn't like your typical like how move big rock. Like this was more uh, one that I thought was more fascinating about the infinite human diversity, which was, and this is also one that went under the radar and one that I. Pre- personally really liked, but also doesn't have a long, doesn't have a lot of memes and stuff associated with it, which was the episode on uh, artificial cranial deformation, which was the episode oh, I on love this one, the cultural practice in many parts of the world of uh, like basically shaping body modification. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I, I liked cause it was an early episode too, but we, uh, we were able to veer into a subject that was about like how uh, like there's like one of the things that I've always had an issue with is that there's, there's something very white supremacist about like our uh, exoticization of things like scarification, uh, cranial mm-hmm. deformation, tattoos, even for a while, although that's starting to go away. Yeah, that's yeah. And so I wanted to like artificial cranial deformation is one of those things like they say it's aliens, but it's just because we as Westerners for a long time haven't like lived in a culture where body modification was like a normal part of uh, of life. And so I was really happy to um, to do uh, something on that to tackle that subject because I find body modification fascinating and I find that humanity in its infinite uh, diversity and its infinite combinations uh, get up to all sorts of interesting things and you don't need aliens to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that like, I feel like the second half of that episode really was, was something special too, because it was like sort of tackling exactly what you were saying about like taking the subject that feels very like foreign, like, you know, body modification and being like, no, actually this happens everywhere all around us. And here are a lot of examples from things like piercings and tattoos and to, to a lot of other things uh, that we talked about. Yeah. I just thought it was really, really a, a really good way to be like, here's the history and the reasoning behind this stuff. And also here's why it's not actually as weird as people think it is because yeah, it's all around us. People are like that. People are people who do all sorts of cool things with their bodies. Yeah. It also kind of reminds me that the, the Dogon episode, I believe was also the first episode where I did the part where Tristan makes you sad. And I think that was also part on that. Um, It was either that or the one on the Zuni. It was one of those two. Uh, And I just remember that that was part of the, that's a part of the show that slipped away from us a little bit. 
but I do. I my my wife was was listening and just like, I think that's a I think you should bring that segment back. And I'm like, oh, okay. If you want to be sad at the end of each episode, we can do that. I do. I, I have started bringing it back in more recent episodes because yeah, I, it's mostly it's because like the bigger picture of this show, which is that this stuff is either uh, talking uh, like it's exoticizing marginalized people or it's trying to diminish like the importance and also just uh, a lot of pseudo history, pseudo archaeology and ancient alien stuff also is has some uh, roots and rather pernicious political trends that are on the rise today. And I think it's important to counter that yeah. in the work that we're doing. Ooh. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a good, it's a good way to kind of end on like, what is this? So what whoop do do? What does this all mean? Like, why is this important? Yeah, what's um, the point? Yeah. 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 Uh, number three is the, is the very, I was like, I was about to be very self-congratulatory in this way, but the very interesting choice of opening with a two-parter on the Fermi paradox, because when we yeah. went out to set the tone of like, we don't want to be dicks about this stuff. Uh, that starting off with like the realistic, like scientific approach to understanding like aliens and uh, extraterrestrial intelligence and where we stand on that, I felt like was a really good way to set the pace for the show in like understanding why Tristan is skeptical of all of these claims and why you need like a very high barrier of evidence to really be convinced Uh because of all of these different factors. Yeah, I think so too. I thought that was a really good one. Yeah, I I mean, our our first two episodes are very much like a good introduction to uh ob- obviously this show. I I think they're they're very fun, but definitely you can tell we're just starting out in the, mm-hmm. you know, getting our getting our vibe together cuz you and I are friends, but we didn't really hang out as much before we started recording this and then no. now we found our vibe, I think, for sure. Yeah, I I always like uh watching the early episodes of a show of any kind because you can tell when they're yeah. like sort of easing into their thing. Like I remember there was an early episode of last week tonight that had like in, like when they used to do interviews and stuff like that until they like really found like oh yeah oh yeah this is our groove this is the thing that we do and now they've been like super successful about it and yeah um, the Fermi par- but I still think the Fermi paradox episode is useful because it does it is sort of a thesis statement of like why why ancient alien claims uh, are not convincing yeah and number two was an episode on David Icke, our two-parter on David Icke. There it is. I knew we were going to bring up David Icke. Because yeah. David Icke is a person, this is more of a personal one, because David Icke is a person that I have been wanting to, like, I've been having, I've been, like, sharpening my axe to take down David Icke for, like, probably over 10 years at this point. So, um, because mm-hmm. he's so linked with anti-Semitism, and he is the perfect uh, example of this link between, like, ufology and esoteric Nazism that uh, we just start finding over and over and over again as we explore these topics. and. David mm. Icke is still the most high-profile example of that. He is like the most visible link between UFO stuff and the far right, and to the point where, like, you know, um, I don't remember if we talked about it during the episode, but like, he was like a big anti-mask, anti-vaccine person during the yeah. pan- the you know deepest parts of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. he's still at it. Yikes! And my number one, and I think mm-hmm. I chose this as my number one because it is 
To me, it is the closest thing we got to a perfect episode of the podcast where it hits every note that I like to hit in an episode of It's Probably Not Aliens. It was the episode on Goliath. (sighs) Goliath. Fairly recent one. Recent, yeah. But that episode talked about the, uh, it gave you history. It gave you comparative mythology. It talked about the UFO claims. It had a big discussion on the scientific inviability of like human alien hybrids. This this was, that was a thing that was bugging you for a really long Mm -hmm. time. I could tell because we've talked about giants being alien human hybrids and we've talked about alien human hybrids in general but it just got to a point recently where you're like we've never really done an episode just about alien like alien the the how impossible it would be for an alien human hybrid to exist so we're going to examine that through the lens of goliath from the bible uh to be like no goliath wasn't an alien human hybrid mm-hmm. please stop talking about it yeah so like that episode we got into not only like there was some really great stuff about history and archaeology and how we understand the things that we understand about goliath and his significance in uh mm-hmm. like the bible and in like the history of the period but then also got into science and then also ended about how something like this could be used to uh promote like like dangerous political positions and all that kind of stuff. So like, I feel like it is, it is the show wrapped up in a really nice package that is, I think I even mentioned during our recording of it, that it's like, uh, it is like a perfect first episode to, for someone to get a, a nice buffet of everything that the show does. It's yeah, it's history, it's culture, it's religion, it's uh, science. Yeah, it's a lot of, of everything that we, w- that we talk about. Uh, and it's just a fun episode. And it's recent. It's, it's <laughs> only... Uh, uh, like a month or two ago. So, yeah. yeah. It shows that we're still at it. We still got we're it. We're still at it. We're still making bangers. Yeah. And uh, speaking of bangers, the co-number one, which all, for obvious reasons I had to, um, I, I felt like needed to be a little bit outside the list, which was uh, Slay of the Saints. Um, of course. The episode we did with Phil, the uh, the just amazing um, D&D one shot that we did uh, that uh, I hope sets a tradition. I know that he left it open for a sequel, so we'll have to... He, by the time this comes out, we'll know whether or not because we'll have cornered him in Chicago and forced him to let us do this show again. But um, but yeah, I really liked doing that and I thought it was really funny. Extremely funny. And so... And, and also just like, it was so cool to see a D&D adventure, something that I write a lot of as a perpetual uh, GM uh, at, in my off hours, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as seeing somebody who took like, because Phil very obviously like loves the show and he yes. threw in so many like oblique references and like just signs that mm-hmm. he's like a real mensch uh, and really likes the show and then turned it into like this funny story that was also just like a tribute to this show that we put so much of our like lives into now i don't know it just all hit me in a really nice way and i was like this is like it was literally felt like a christmas present to me (laughs) yeah it was it was fantastic i would love to do i would love to do another one i know phil is uh understandably sort of um fed up with actual D and D Dungeons and Dragons. I would totally remake, I would totally remake uh, Derek Von Eriken as a witch and do a Pathfinder one shot or whatever. But uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably have to do a different system uh, just because Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. The Pinkerton's doing great. (laughs) Yeah. I will say as somebody, uh, this is like another thing that I never got to bring up on a podcast. um, But as somebody who spent a lot of my time as a graduate student, uh, deeply involved in the student union, fuck the Pinkertons and Wizards of 
the coast, do not hire goons who have a history of yeah. murdering labor activists to um, hunt down people who accidentally got shipped the wrong magic cards. Um, that's not Jesus. That is the worst. Like the the OGL thing was one thing. The OGL was like typical like crap that like corporations get up to. But the Pinkertons thing that got under my skin in a pretty big way. <laughs> yeah, understandably so. So if we do another one of these, which I would love to do, we'll we'll learn a new system. It'll be fun. That's nothing. The audience doesn't need to know that. Yeah, that's just for us to know. Um, Feels like a natural way, monster of the week it, game. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's okay. very very fun. Loved it. All right. So those were our top ten slash top eleven uh, episodes. But does it really matter? Because what do the numbers say? What yeah. is, what does the audience actually listen to? Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are what are our top most popular episodes of yes. this podcast? So a couple notes about this data because like first of all, this is the top ten episodes by like. Like download numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. So a couple things to notice is one, this is a uh, post transition to Nebula. So it means that it uh, doesn't include some of our earliest data, which is about like a, I think about like 30% of the total listens to the show ever got to that. The way people listen to podcasts is that there's a bit of like a, uh, like, because it's just based on raw downloads. It means that there is sort of a, uh, a seniority bias, which means that it is biased towards older episodes because they've been around longer and people they've tend to start podcasts at the beginning. Um, yeah. But I still think that some interesting patterns come out of all that. Even so. Uh, Me and too. also, I'm very happy to announce uh, that uh, not all of them are ones that had me talking in all of them because number 10 was about the <gasps> hollow earth. <gasps> I love the hollow earth one that I had Kevin on for that one. I ran the episode. I did the research. I love that one. That was like um, me trying to tell a whole story of, of this uh, pilot who really uh, believed that they found the, the hollow earth and then just really debunking all of that. And it was just so interesting. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people also loved it. It's a good one. Another one, this one actually does, uh, I do, when I have conversations with people, this one does come up a lot and it made neither of our lists in an interesting way, which is uh, huh. Cholula. Is it cake? Because Cholula- Is it cake? <laughs> Uh, Cholula is uh, one of the more famous of the sites that Ancient Aliens uh, goes into. And like, I literally, when I was at Nicole's wedding, I talked to one of her friends who was literally from Puebla and like, like lived near the Cholula pyramid. And so we had a conversation about Cholula at the wedding. That's not even the last time that we made the is it cake joke because we did the Mexican mummy recently. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico Mexico likes cake. Number eight, another one that is a big topic that is one that didn't make our lists, but is another one that is like a big topic that we definitely got a lot of juice out of, which was the Oak Island episode. Mm, Uh, Oak Island. Every every single buried treasure is buried at Oak Island. Yeah. And I I should also have like pointed something. I should have pointed at that one because um, Oak Island is the only episode I think that we did that took place in Canada, the country that I live in. Yep. <laughs> then number seven, another big topic, ley lines. Also a fun episode that we did. I, that's another, that, there was a mild inside joke that came from that one, which is like, when you draw... When you draw, when you, what was it like? When you draw two lines together, suddenly, or like when you, when you draw a line between two points, suddenly they're connected or something yeah. like that, where it was like, cause it was just like, look at all these connections. And it's like, yeah, cause you drew a line between them. <laughs> like <laughs> you physically drew, like, yeah, it was, it's, if you listen to the episode, you get it. We, we mention it occasionally where it's like, yeah, suddenly there's a line, which means they're connected. Yeah. I believe in that episode, we also did world grid theory, which is the uh, concept that the world is a D20 too. So that, um, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number five, again, a really big one that's become more relevant recently, as I think that this one got a bit of a juice from Ancient Apocalypse coming out and Mm -hmm. got some juice from uh, some other stuff, like some other stuff in this vein as it's gotten more popular. And that is our episode on the Yonaguni Monument over in the Ryukyu Islands in Japan. And um, that's a decent episode. Uh, I think it's I think it's fun. It's a bit uh, I thought it was a bit like constrained of a subject to be like one of my favorites. Uh, like I felt like there was less of like a big, so what about it, but I still like, it's still a fun subject and it was still a classic classic. It's probably not aliens fair. So classic. And we went to Japan. Yeah. It's the closest thing we, either of us have done to getting to Japan. It's true. A uh, number four actually is like quite a surprise for me. I did not expect this episode to be the number four most popular episode by downloads. Yeah. And it made neither of our lists. Do you want to guess what it is? Um, I feel like top the top like three is like at least i think the david ike ones are pretty in there so i don't think it's none it's none of the david ike ones because you mentioned david ike let me go back i'm gonna go down is it nazca lines no Mm, i don't know it was our episode on the black death really yes that was that was wasn't very recent but it was it wasn't one of our first ones, so that's interesting. No, uh, I'm very curious. It ended up at number four, and I don't know. Obviously, like s- seems like people liked. It. I imagine that the Black Death was a is, is a is a well known topic that maybe people found through Googling or something. But uh, yeah, I think it's also just. I mean, it's just a very simple. Uh, it's a topic that I feel like everyone's heard of, you know. Because sometimes we'll talk about, you know, we'll we'll title an episode something about like you know uh, Marco Wasi, and it's just like that's really an inter- that is an interesting interesting topic but people probably don't know what that is versus the black plague where it's just like hey did aliens do this it's like a very simple question that people sort of Mm -hmm. understand yeah plus is the black death aliens i think we might be one of the few like there's not very much on that that specific claim about a popular subject so i imagine that somebody like googling or looking around and says is the black death aliens like if we might be (laughs) one of the only people out there yeah and we're we're incredibly disappointed when we said no Uh, exactly. Uh, number three was the Nazca lines because the Nazca lines are also ah. a a staple of ancient aliens, and I like that. Like I like the episode. I like the the places it went. Uh, I the only reason that it wouldn't have made the list for me is just because it was a little early. We were still kind of finding Very our early. feet on that one. So, but it was still a it was still a good subject, and I think it's a decent episode. I just that was episode three. You might you might have saw in my top ten that claim. I uh, I I was biased very heavily in the ones where we have guests because those are way 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 fun to uh, record. Very very fun. Uh, number All right, two, top two. Yeah, David Ike's got to be in here. Yeah, David Ike is number two. Yeah. I knew that because for the longest time, that was like one of our most popular was was David Icke and, and the second one about the lizard people as well. Yeah, um, it's which is which I conspiracy it, theory on the internet. I um I remember like on YouTube, if you were on YouTube in like two thousand eight, nine, ten, there was like a lot of people who were really into the lizard people conspiracy. So uh, uh, it was a. Vi- I also think that um I mean for me at least seeing that top uh top be be close to the top of the list really made me feel like we should be doing biographies a couple biographies a year even if it's not about you know david ike is very popular obviously but i think biographies are a really good episode because they sort of tell they naturally sort of tell a story of someone's uh of someone's life uh and i think stories are really good why does someone become crank yeah that is a good yeah exactly yeah exactly that would be good i i will i will keep that in 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 mind yeah 
And number one is, uh, and this one is just like, I think a, like a bit of the artifact of the data, but I still, uh, I'm obviously a fan, which is our, t- our opening two-parter on the Fermi paradox. And oftentimes I still, yes. like sometimes in conversations with people who listen to the podcast, they really appreciated the Fermi paradox opening two-parter. Cause I think again, they felt like it really set the pace of like, we're not coming in here to just like dunk on people. We're coming in here like with skeptics who I approach Absolutely. Like, who want the aliens. We who want to see the aliens. Oh, yeah. Just, um, we, we say this so much and I feel like the, the, some people don't believe it, but like Tristan and I are really not here to say aliens don't exist. We don't know that it would be cool if aliens exist. It would be wild if aliens existed. And I, I think it'd be neat. And just like, really eye-opening and, and uh, earth-shattering if aliens existed. But just it's just based off the evidence that a lot of these claims are making. We just don't see it. That doesn't mean that we don't think that... That doesn't mean that they're not out there. And I feel yeah. like that our, two, our opening two-parter really set that tone of just like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. By sheer numbers, it's almost guaranteed that aliens exist somewhere. But like, yeah. when, it comes to, when it comes to more specific questions like, uh, do they exist in this galaxy uh, that I'm, I'm less sure of? And do they exist? Have they been here before? Very unlikely. Um, so like, that's sort of the, um, that's sort of the place that I come from. Uh, yeah. like it's, it's, it's like almost by just like the sheer scale, like the fact that we exist means that there has to be alien intelligence somewhere. And by uh-huh. like definition of alien life, almost guaranteed, uh, even in this galaxy that there's other alien life. I think that we're going to, uh, look out into space and find a decent amount of life, but very few that have like become technologically advanced civilizations capable of like long distance communication and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I thought that the Fermi Paradox episode did kind of help us set expectations about why, but we've already kind of covered that ground earlier in this episode. So that is that that is a top 10 favorites. The, the big surprise That's for me was it. the Black Death episode, which I um which was really interesting. Yeah, we got to figure that out. We got to do this thing that creators do. And you and I are both YouTube people. But I don't know if either of us do this as 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 much. Um, I'm trying to where you don't really plan an episode until you have a very clickable way to sell it. Mm-hmm. I, we don't do that for this podcast because usually we're just going through Ancient Aliens, the TV show, and just being like, here's what they said. Let's talk about it. But I feel like the, the Black Death one is a really good example of a very simple, understandable question that is immediately interesting. So maybe we got to think about more of that. Yeah. Do more work to um, map out the idea of the show um, before I get into how, like to shape how you write it and stuff. Yeah. Well, see i can definitely we'll do that see. i've been doing that with a lot of my other stuff so i could definitely throw that into this but i've been trying to with my videos yeah this this is really interesting we did a hundred up ep- that's where those are a lot of ideas of where to start if you're new to this podcast and you haven't listened to some of our older episodes or even some more more recent ones if, if you know with the uh uh goliath episode being fairly recent as well i think this is a great selection we would love to know what your favorite episode is mm-hmm. and uh great give us like your top three yeah top three or more if you want to episodes and the best place to reach us is on blue sky and twitter Twitter. i guess if we're still there if it still exists it's been a year of us saying if it still exists and uh our account over there is just probs not aliens yeah on both of them aliens on both of them all right let's uh i want to give you guys some codes 
because some codes. we're giving some free blue sky out. As long as we have codes, we have three left. So we'll see how much, how often the recording everything. But uh, today's uh, free to a good home. Bsky social jlbtj five four two four b. First come, first serve. I look forward yep. to seeing you on the blue ski. And as always, tag us if you if you uh, claim that code. Mm-hmm. Tristan, where can people find more of your stuff online Ooh. if they want to see more of you, hear more of you? You can go to step back history or step step back i definitely i really probably shouldn't have named my uh youtube channel after uh, a thing that happens in basketball uh which i did not know <laughs> yeah. until long after and i started googling the name of it and found a bunch of basketball videos but uh whoops y- yeah if i wanted to yeah if it, uh, but yeah stepbackhistory.com takes you to the youtube channel and if you are signing up to nebula through nebula.tv slash probably not aliens you can also watch my videos there scott that's me if i watch the old video just do it <laughs> I, I i'm wondering when the first time i did this bit i don't know either. um if i wanted to know why are the yellow lanterns called the sinestro core uh why uh, where would i go to find that answer gosh that's a real old one that i don't even mm. remember making you can uh go find that on my youtube channel nerdsync n-e-r-d-s-y-n-c uh it's all one word and i make videos in the past a lot about comic books and superheroes and things like that and then in the middle section the more recent section i did a lot of cartoons and scooby-doo and movies and things like that and now i don't know i'm pivoting i guess to a commentary because that seems to be the only thing the the biggest selling point on my channel is people just want to hear me talk about stuff so yeah that's my youtube YouTube channel. I'm also on Nebula as well. Nebula.tv slash NerdSync. This podcast is on Nebula. Nebula.tv uh, slash uh, probably not aliens. Yeah, not probs, and not aliens. Probably not, not aliens. That's the only URL that's not probs, not aliens. It is yeah. slash probably not aliens. And uh, you can listen to an episode early over there on Nebula. So you can listen to next week's episode right now. If you're like, wow, these guys are doing a lot of self-congratulatory episodes. I just want regular history and stuff. It's already up there on Nebula, theoretically. Yeah. So. And there will be more. Like I said, the content ha- will return. We have... Uh, the content will return. We're doing a lot of fun stuff. It just all these things all happened at once. So mm-hmm. thank you for indulging us. And uh, you can also share this podcast around with people. Gr- guess what? You now have a great list of episodes to send people who want to listen to this show. And you can uh, go check it out. Uh, if, if you want to send them links to where you can listen to all of our stuff, the best website is probsnotaliens.com. It's got links to all of the podcast feeds and social media stuff. It's all over there. It's fantastic. Send people there. Really simple website. Thank you to everyone who writes reviews of this show on Apple Podcasts and sends feedback on Spotify. We really appreciate it. The, all of that stuff really does help us out, boosts us algorithmically and whatnot. A huge thank you to everyone. And I think that's it. So until next time, thank you so much for 100 episodes. To 100 more. What, to one to exactly 100 more. I think I made that joke on episode 50 where I said <laughs> to exactly 50 more. To two we, years. We got exactly there. two years more or something. Until next time, my name is Scott Nicewander. I'm Tristan Johnson and the truth is out there. Probably, 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 start the music, start the music, start the music now. You know, I realized for our Halloween episode, I never showed, I should have recommended, um, Fear, a Scarecrow fan film. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) 
I forgot I made that one. I can't believe you made me sit through you li- listing out what, probably a hundred, exactly 100 times only for you to mention my fan film that I made a while ago. I've been here for an hour, Tristan. 